0: Ian, I've been working on a new skill: how to solve a Rubik's cube. Check it out.
1: There it is. Yes. Sir. Uh, did you? I have to ask Mark. Did you solve that?
0: Yeah. Can't you tell? I'm trying to hold it strategically. <laughs> I swear you won't I believe one me. One side is done. This was solved this morning, and then my son got a hold of it, and I saw an hour ago, and I was like, "No, they're not going to believe me." But I'm telling you, I
1: uh, I didn't you did like, solve it. At, didn't, at one point in time this this week, you you <laughs> solved the Rubik's cube. Yeah, I, I didn't like, believe figure that. Figure it indeed.
0: out. I you know watched a tutorial. Um, there's this YouTuber, Mike Boyd, and he takes on these challenges and documents his journeys. And one of the things was solving a Rubik's Cube and holding his breath longer and all this stuff. So I I bought a Rubik's Cube and, and solved it.
1: That is, that is really cool there. Um, what a what a great concept. I think it's I think it's fantastic. Um I spent a lot of time thinking about s- new skills I want to learn. You know, I've I thought about unicycling. I think we all have at some point. Um <laughs> I think last year's skill for me was probably pickleball. Um Right now, I'm, I'm like juggling six hobbies, twelve passions. You know, I, there's never, there's always way too much going on for me to try to learn new skills. Um, I know. I, I've never solved Rubik's cube. I'll be honest, I've never solved one. I don't own Rubik's cube. I had it, and
0: I didn't either. And I think when I'm I was really like jealous. Fourteen, it was like one of, those, one of those things you, I just like. Oh, you know, I like playing chess or checkers. I should know a cube, and I just never did. So yeah. Now I've done it. So basically, my, my goal is to actually like. Legitimately memorize all the algorithms so I can pick it up and do it. And I'm, I would say I'm two-thirds of the way there.
1: Well, I got to say, you're an inspiration yeah. to, our, uh, to our fan base. Uh, thank thank you can put that in your resume. Uh, that you. can be your uh, stupid human trick. Um, my I guess my new skill is podcasting, right? I mean, that's, that's the next uh, frontier. Yeah, mastered, uh, still right? The ways, still the ways to go on that. Oh, okay. I will say, though, the one trick or skill I think most about is being able to do a backflip. It's something I've always wanted to do. Um, you and me both yeah i've never tried it in an arena where i could have ever failed you know so um what's
0: the biggest anyway what's present what's preventing you
1: (laughs) what's preventing me is basically just you have to snapping your neck (laughs) i know the yeah it's the neck i'll be honest (laughs) i understand the basic mechanics of it i think i have enough i think i have enough strength and flexibility but it's just like you have to just go for it from what i've seen it's about going up as high as you can And then there's a tuck involved. (laughs) And there's at some point, there's a slight twist, right? Um, Yeah. My only real news is that I have, I got new glasses. It was sort of my annual pilgrimage. They look great. Every year I go in saying, my glasses are fine. I'm not going to get new glasses. And like clockwork, I end up trying on three, never more than three, because at that point, you're just going to have trouble picking one. Yeah. I try on three. I usually ask one person there, is there any of the three that are, bad they usually throw out one and then it's two and i just basically pick yeah they throw out the bad. cheap
0: one and leave the two expensive right. ones
1: the <laughs> biggest problem is when you go to the when you go to the glasses store which is they're not called that the eye doctor but anyway um <laughs> you can't see when you put on these glasses i, I know it's the joke but yourself. it's true yeah it's like so, I- I- if you yeah. go alone it's, it's 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 difficult yeah but anyway um you look good also i went to the trampoline park today and uh i'm happy to say that i held my own in the 16 plus dodgeball arena you definitely
0: um, qualify for 16 plus so
1: when you when you play 16 plus though at, at that place you are playing with 17 <sighs> and 18 year olds there's yeah. <laughs> nobody above 20 so it's me and then people half my age um i think it was really fun though I, I i don't think there's a lot of things more enjoyable than 15 minutes of dodgeball i mean for me it's kind of one of those ultimate things anyway uh, huge digression there. Yeah. Speaking, uh, of, sports, speaking of sports. Right? So actually there was, there was a segue buried in there. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Let's learn Mark about our three topics.
0: We have the XFL for our sports topic. Finance is going to be Ooh. the metaverse. It's been requested ad nauseum by one viewer at, in particular. At, at
1: least, tw- at least twice.
0: Yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know who you are. And a wildcard topic is going to be uh, a book or books that changed our worldview. Some heavy hitters tonight, so.
1: I love that. I love yeah. that. Yes, as always. Uh So let's do this. Three, two, one. Let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. They got red hair. They really don't care what they talk about. They just want to have a good time. We'll talk Let's get into
0: it. All right, sports. Sports. Take it away, Mark. Yes. So the XFL... Has a partnership agreement with the NFL, the latest iteration of the XFL. The, the story I saw on ESPN was called a, It Was a Petri Dish, which Petri Dish, right? Yeah. Kind of a, a strange word. But the XFL made it very clear this is not a development league, right?
1: They kept saying that. They That's did.
0: what they stress. Although I don't see how, if you're successful in the XFL, you wouldn't be jumping ship as soon as you're contractually able to, to get. I'm assuming 10 times the pay
1: yeah Uh, I mean I think I think that's where I kind of have issues with it right from the get-go um as with all major sports there's always like the younger child there's always the minor leagues the farm system developmental league I I don't know how you could possibly have for lack of a better term two NFLs Um, something has to give right
0: the CFL yeah
1: all the if you have two elite leagues and you have one batch of elite players they're not going to be spread 50 50.
0: no no definitely not it's, it's not AFC, it, NFC right
1: right it's, it's like the old <laughs> adage if you have two quarterbacks you have no quarterbacks um and so I think what, I think yeah I think right from the get-go there's some there's some troubling
0: well I wonder uh, how how they balance the players who are NFL caliber talent Antonio Brown Colin Kaepernick right sure but yeah, they're yeah. they're for lack of a better word, banned or blacklisted from yeah. playing in the NFL, uh, will they go in the XFL? I would just, I mean, they could, that'd be a huge draw, right?
1: Or, yeah, I are, mean, or
0: are they going to be like, Oh, no, you know, you can't play in the NFL. You can't play in the XFL either.
1: I think in, in uh, being in keeping with the XFL's kind of, you know, showmanship and, and where that I think basically, they're going to attract at some point the people that have, quote, unquote, flunked out of the NFL who still have that personality and that that Twitter following.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: But you so that's an option. Or honestly, the other option is 42 random people, some of them are, who are 42. Uh, oh, so are Tom undrafted. Brady is going to the right. XFL? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see a league where it's, you know, the, the starting quarterback is from a Division two school in Vermont, right? I mean – yeah. We have this these, these pretty high standards where we're used to seeing the best of the best. Yeah. Um, have you? I don't really know how. Yeah. I mean, how's this going to work? I'm have not you sure.
0: ever watched it, the XFL, any iteration of it? I, I, I haven't. I've I I probably
1: seen 10 minutes, but I think honestly, the 10 minutes was a documentary about like the parking lot from the first game and like how there was a lot of traffic issues because it was really popular. <laughs> um, and then the other, my other big takeaway was that you could like customize your jersey. With not your name, so you had like he hate me or something like that. I remember that being a, a big calling card. Maybe that'll be. Yeah, this is this, time. this is not the first time the XFL has come into the uh, common parlance, though, right? Nope. they they started
0: in the two thousands or in two thousand, right? It was like mm-hmm. the wrestling in the NFL and this extreme. It wasn't extreme. That's how it was. A, it, it, it was a crossover. It was extreme, it's going to have the
1: wrestling right? mentality and the and that, hits and the no rules. That failed,
0: right? But then twenty years later, Vince McMahon owns it, wrestling world, later. right? And oh he gosh. he. Did it again, and I heard it was actually a good product. And then it was like
1: week four, week five, the pandemic hit. and Ironic that he was laid low by something totally out of his control. I love
0: Um, me. But then, keeping with wrestling, he sold the rights to The Rock and his investment group buddies, apparently, and now we're rebooting it again. So third time's a charm, right?
1: I mean, it's going to be three strikes and you're out. Oh, okay. I mean, mean, you can look at it both ways, right? I mean, obviously, if you have money, and you want to create a sporting league, there is no better sport to emulate or to be part of than football, right? I mean, well, I have talked about that on this podcast before.
0: Has The Rock ever failed at anything he tried? And the answer is yes, he failed he, at his football he, career. In the NFL, yes. He's so. drafted,
1: I think, played <laughs> a handful of games. And obviously, he's, he his resume is not going to be an NFL player. Uh, he's a businessman. Uh, that's not what he's known so. for. But, um, I'm a showman. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, my big takeaways here are... You know, the NFL is partnership. They're partnering with the XFL. To me, it's kind of weird that they are willing to to, to do that because they're the biggest sport in the country by a mile. Yes, by and a country. And they basically – there's text in this article about them developing new rules and trying new things out. But, I mean, when you tamper with a quality product like that, half the people are going to be turned off immediately, right? Uh, I think to get 52% of the people. This behind is you. my
0: theory. This is the way that they're basically going to extend the football season. If it's a partnership, they're still getting benefits.
1: Yeah, I think, benefits, I think it's going to be the NFL presented by the XFL. I think that the only way the XFL is going to be able to punch through is if they basically are so intertwined with the NFL that the person watching. Just thinks this is, this is the NFL part two. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the XFL is going to be okay with that because it sounds like they want to compete as a, their own entity. Yeah, uh, Separate, it's going to be hard. And you know, also, yeah. also, I think minor league baseball, you know, tried some new rule changes. They 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 messed around with the mound height, or whatever. I don't really think any of these rule changes have typically ever made it into the major oh. league version of the sport. Maybe some have. At least I could say they tried it at least that way. Yeah. Um, I guess also the XFL is trying to, and with the NFL trying to, in terms of player safety and development, kind of bring it up a octave. But I mean, the XFL kind of made its proverbial money on like those, like the huge hits and the yeah, the that getting is was, like completely knocked out, image. blindsided. Right. So I mean, that was 20 years ago. <laughs> I, I do think you would agree, even Mark, that the player safety and the concussion concussion protocol, and even the way we talk about people getting lit up i think it, it has changed um so i think the xfl realizes that you know they have to make sure that people are as safe as they can be within the confines of it being football um but i will say this i will never bet against the rock i mean no. the last five years six years ten years that dude has whatever he's touched turned to gold
0: and i guess we know um, surprise, surprised why he was
1: Randomly in the Super Bowl. Yeah, right? I think that makes sense now because when <laughs> I, mean, like, oh, I was okay. watching it with you. I, I know, we're like, I, what? <laughs> he's a big name. It's L.A., it's also, I guess. So yeah. they don't have a person on the field to announce the big game or any <laughs> other version of the big game. Yeah. So um, I guess if I have to give it a, a thumbs up, thumbs down, it's it's a half thumbs up. Um, I can't see both leagues thriving in equal measure, though. Um, one is always going to play Definitely second and Definitely yeah, and the XFL, if it doesn't allow itself to be a minor league and tries to compete as at an NFL spring,
0: I think that's their best bet. I don't know why they wouldn't want to do that, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's the idea of people love candy. they want to eat candy for every meal? They think they do, but they don't. They think they do, but then they have that third bowl of M and M's. You get a hurty tummy. You know, they might want to they might want to tune to something else. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the best players in XFL are they're gonna to want to play in the NFL, right? <clears> I, I I don't know how you're gonna keep them in the XFL. I think so, but. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, so moving into finance and finance, business, what do we got yes. here?
0: The metaverse, Ian. You know my thoughts. I don't get it. You've to been me, very clear about this, and we've talked about this ad nauseum. I feel like this is just a giant game online MMO. It's like Second Life. They've already existed for the last two or three decades, twenty plus um, years. I, 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 I am not. I, I don't get it. I guess. Are you supposed to play in your computer screen? Because then it seems like a video game. Nobody owns VR goggles. You know, I don't want to put my headset on and then like remote fake drive to work commute for twenty minutes to then sit in a virtual meeting you when I can you, just do. Zoom. You don't want to be
1: in a Zoom conference for two hours with a sweaty pair of goggles on your head. Uh, it's I, I I don't know <laughs> I don't know. D- tell me why I'm wrong because. Well, I I mostly agree with you, but what what I'm going to do first is kind of back up a little bit. Okay. And give our listeners a little bit of context give me the um, context
0: so i don't get it. as
1: mark alluded to metaverse the term <clears throat> itself is not new uh 92 neil stevenson a sci-fi writer he wrote a book called snow crash so 30 yeah, years ago yeah yes exactly exactly the 90s <laughs> 92 that was uh like ross perot and like al gore presidential stuff a long time ago so basically the metaverse is a combination of numerous technological advances including virtual reality and augmented reality so vr and ar as i've heard those terms before mm-hmm. so those elements and others are used to create a virtual experience within a virtual universe theoretically in this virtual reality world users can interact game experience things as they would in the real world but it's not the real world mark it's the vir- it's a virtual reality it's it's a it's 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 not it's uh don't we
0: already do all that stuff and haven't we
1: we have been doing, doing this we have or, been doing this like- um We've been doing it for for a long time. I mean, there's a lot of new examples. Um, so it's blocks,
0: a, s- a spectrum or a gradient,
1: right? Maybe. Right. Um, I mean, although living in a virtual world may seem futuristic, it's not. As you said, Mark, this is not. We already have a very digitized world. Yeah, uh, virtual reality is not new. I mean, if you ask ten random people what VR stands for, I'm gonna I'm gonna think seven, seven and a half of those ten people randomly are gonna know what that means, right? Yes. Um. I think that the technology is advancing. Sure. No question there. I think what 20 part? years ago, Sims and Second Life and things like that, although they don't look that much better now, if we're being honest, right? Well, it's um, like a
0: it's like diminishing returns, the benefit you get for the computing power. Right. I mean, if you put on a headset, it looks like garbage. It looks like
1: garbage. Unless you get the like garbage, incredibly
0: right? expensive ones, you know.
1: And even those, honestly, I mean, I I have an Oculus. I got it a while ago. I've used it half a dozen times. Um, it's a gimmick. The apps that they have available are virtual roller coaster. I can play skee ball with my head. I mean, there's basically like the game where you can shoot zombies and they come at you. That's about where it ends, though. I mean, the,
0: the clicking the pointers is like just too twitchy because it's you don't realize yeah. how much your hands actually shake. You know what I mean? Like your yeah. eyes twitching.
1: I mean, you and I have been to a virtual reality arcade, VR arcade. Yeah, I doubt it. I mean, we're not still open, but- We 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 we're not. I'm not ruling this out. It's we just are uh,
0: self-admitted it's just, late adopters. Yes, we're late
1: adopters. It's just the experience so far to me Let doesn't be in a way that much, I would be, much be behind more. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you can go to the whole, the whole thing where it's like people spending real live money on you know virtual real estate that's finite. I uh, so you know, again, just,
0: I'm gonna like log in and like virtually walk down a street or walk down a mall. Yes, and look at basically see fake
1: clothes. A Nike Through store. I don't.
0: I don't get it. Um,
1: a purse emporium. Um, you're going to spend money to be right next to a virtual library, a virtual town hall. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's interesting to think about as a thought experiment. I mean, obviously, um, I don't think this is going away, but I also don't think that people want to go to a virtual meeting for two hours at work.
0: Is this just the Matrix? It's it going to be? It
1: feels very. It matrix- gets so
0: realistic. It's a simulation of real life. In which case, why not just be?
1: <laughs> yeah. I think maybe like I've asked myself recently, like, why now? Why is 2021, 2022, why is it like metaverse? And you know, I've kind of come up with a few ideas. I mean, I have an idea. What's yours? (laughs) Maybe the convergence of a bunch of tech stuff finally sort of converging. You have you have crypto, you have non-fungible tokens, you have companies. Facebook which I think, is grant, which is all it, they they're throwing in billions of dollars. I
0: think it's happening because those companies Facebook et cetera, have too much money they don't know what to do with and so they're completely trying to create a new product line a new virtual world just to make more money because yeah. they don't know how to they can't get more ad revenue from their current
1: no that's products. that's going to shrink so yeah so, this is just the next frontier for money. I mean this is it's it's just a cash grab. I isn't mean it always they would they would say that there are things within the metaverse that will ex- enhance the human experience, but I'm I not think quite. There's going to be a yet.
0: lot that also makes it yeah. degenerative. <laughs>
1: so, I mean, peop- yeah, I mean, people are going to spend three hundred dollars that they maybe shouldn't have spent on a pair of Air Jordans to put on their avatar in Roblox to you know flex on somebody, and okay, that's interesting, I guess, but I mean, they're not they're not they're not real shoes. You're not. I mean. They're unique to you, but to me, it just seems like another way for micro transactions to become massive transactions. Really, let's, it's not like you're spending two bucks on Angry Birds now. It's thousands of dollars on virtual real estate.
0: Let's say one nice thing. Can you say something we like? So I Maybe think the one
1: like... thing that I do appreciate is that the blockchain technology that sort of undermines and hinges upon all these things working and things like that, that's going to be here to stay. I that's think blockchain, blockchain is good. It's solid. It's a huge advancement over the previous iteration. Um, I also feel like though we Mark and I were the guys who predicted the internet was a fad.
0: This is us in 1990.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean seven or eight or whatever. Why don't we? I mean, are we too old to like this? I I, 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 I kind of hope wrong? so. I kind
0: of hope we're wrong. Um, I, I guess we need to invite a, a younger guest on or a more yeah. plugged-in guest. <laughs>
1: I mean, we are, we are late adopters, but I mean, we've tried this stuff. It's not like, and, and we've researched it. We've experienced it. We've sought out people who have different experiences, but um, just for me, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not super interested in what Zuck's selling here. Any so. of the,
0: the videos, the screenshots, all of it. I just look at it and I just say, what, I,
1: I don't, what's the, it. what, what what's is the it? Value what's add? the draw? Yeah. What am
0: I doing? Why would I choose right. to spend my time doing that?
1: So that's where we're at, I guess, right? Anyway, let us um, know why we're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let us know why we're completely completely wrong here. But anyway, um, the wildcard topic. Let's do it. Books, worldview, changing. Yeah. So you asked me, what
0: is a book that changed my life? And normally that's kind of a hard question, but I do have an answer. You were fast on this one. A distinct memory. When I was in college, I don't remember the class, but I remember it was in a rude hall, big lecture room. And for whatever reason, we watched a documentary, you know, that college education called King (laughs) Horn. And it was kind of like, oh, here's my learn about the world moment in college. And I was exposed to like big agriculture and the impact on the food system and society and farmers. Mm -hmm. And one of the experts or stars in it is Michael Pollan, who's an author, and he became popular for many books, including The Omnivore's Dilemma, which I'm sure is back on my shelf there somewhere. And so I bought that book and I read it, it was fantastic. It, it changed my worldview and how I think about food. It was a paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know that it made a permanent change on my diet, but (laughs) it it made me, but the awareness, right. Increase my awareness. And there's moments where I do more (laughs) of what I believe in and moments where I don't, of course. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I, it one hundred percent affects how I think about how we connected the world and people and consumers and food and all wrapped up. Right. That was fifteen years ago, and you can still see the effect on it.
1: I can still see the passion. In me, your if you know eyes. me, yeah, because that, that, some
0: helpful. of my interests and my hobbies revolve around <laughs> food and health and gardening. Right. And hopefully, I continue to explore that stuff in the future. So that was a very long answer
1: to your question. No, I think that, I think that was great. I mean. I love the idea of the of the whole paradigm shift, right? It's so interesting yes. to me. Um, what kinds of media and material trigger real and substantive change in people? I would was, highly it was, recommend it. It was 15 years ago, and it came up like that. You you you, you had the answer immediately. I mean,
0: for it me, was, it's no so surprise
1: yeah. to see that food ecology means a lot to you. It's a passion of yours. But honestly, I didn't know where the seed was planted. No pun yeah, yeah. intended. Right, that is where the, where the seed was planted. From. It was so, my first
0: world changing book that i recall
1: at the university i mean it was a it was it was sound like it was a movie but uh wow. that, that's awesome it's my forty thousand dollar documentary Four thousand dollar movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about you so, so mine is uh it's called the wizard of earth sea okay. um it's a fantasy novel came out in 1968
0: i have um, not actually heard of it so i'm ashamed
1: it's popular but not it's one of those things where a lot of people have heard about it but in equal amount haven't mm-hmm. i guess that makes any sense? Anyway, the story centers on a young mage wizard, you know, you know, named Ged. Uh, he displays a strong, great power while name. still a boy, and joins the school of wizardry. Might ring a bell a little bit. Um, anyway, where his nature there's conflict. There's a magical duel. Um, his spell goes awry as they always do, and he creates this shadow creature uh, that attacks him. And throughout the rest of the book, he seeks to be free of that creature for obvious reasons. Young Ged is uh, not willing to uh, just let it be, be, be devoured by it. Um, so basically you have a world with dragons and humans, sorcerers, wizards. Um, the world is predicated on this sort of balance, like wizards. Um, they balance nature, nurture kind of thing. Um, anyway, what really stuck with me though is there's this really interesting theme in the book where people have real names and if you know the real name of somebody, you can control them, and have power over them to a degree. Um, so, like Ged, his actual his first name is Sparrowhawk. That's sort of like the common parlance name, right? And then each child has a true name, which they only share with a few few close friends, obviously, because of the whole exerting influence over them. Um, sounds so anyway, awesome.
0: I'm intrigued. Yeah,
1: I mean, I want to read it. I remember, I remember being on the couch. I remember like reading this, and I'm being like, "That's such a cool concept." Um, and so the book progresses, and of course- uh, Are Ged, you doing
0: a spoiler here?
1: Yes. So 1968, I think I literally time don't has want- elapsed.
0: I don't want to hear this, so I'm going to take my headphones out, and you wave at me when you're done. <laughs> I, you
1: talk to the audience. I don't want to hear this. Go. Okay, so, so basically, young Ged, um, the shadow creature, he's not able to defeat it in combat until he recognizes that the shadow creature's true name is his own name. And so he merges with this shadow creature, and only then does he sort of mind meld with it, vanquish the evil within, and sort of by naming it himself is able to do that. so I'm gonna wave to mark, oh, he got up um to say that i've 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 spoiled it, and uh he can come back on but anyway, so basically Didn't listen,
0: this- I hope you guys liked that
1: yeah yeah. so i i I gave the spoiler. um while basic- you were talking,
0: I'm gonna interrupt yeah. and I grabbed it if you can see grabbed visually,
1: it. the um, universal people out there. yeah, read
0: more than once. So continue yeah. without your
1: spoilers again, so basically, i like I said before, this book met me where I was. It was um, that's it's the basic- best. it's basically it's sort of the first real young adult fantasy book. um you know, 1968 is a long time ago. There were kids' books back then, adult books. But um, Wizard of Versy is, is pretty much known for being one of the first true fantasy young adult books. Uh, it's like 200 pages. It's really it's really for young developing readers. Um, and it basically catapulted my reading journey. You know, I've said it before. I'm a huge reader. I try to read constantly. I, I mostly am able to do that. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it kind of was that progression from children's books It was that bridge to get me to where I am now. But Um, sometimes you
0: never, you never leave. Right. You remember?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I actually plan on rereading it. I think it'll hit me very differently. Um, But just the idea that words have meaning it's, it's so basic, but as like a 10 or 12 year old kid, like I hadn't heard that before that that, that, it it didn't, it didn't sink in until I I read it from her.
0: Well, there's definitely some truth to that in the world. So
1: yeah. So um, you
0: truly know someone, you know,
1: you know, you can exert your influence on them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> uh, let's go to the takeaways, man. Yeah, great. Ooh, that's good stuff. I've been, I've been moved. So yeah, I mean, I can tell you're you're d- different person now, Mark. Yes. Um. So the XFL, I think, is wise to partner with the XFL, or at least try to again. Um. But to eke out a parallel existence seems like an uphill battle. So time will tell. Uh, third iteration, we'll see what they have to offer. The metaverse. Oh, man, the metaverse. Um, Mark and I aren't buying what Zuck is selling just yet, though. I mean, He can have
0: our data, but he does not have our He
1: certainly has that, right? Um, (laughs) But, you know, this is a developing story. It's not a new story, but it has a lot more chapters. So uh, stay tuned for for that. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. Probably. Uh, Books that changed our worldview. I mean, books have the power to change people and greatly expand worldviews. Um, I'm challenging everybody listening to this. Your homework assignment for the week that you'll have to pass in next time we meet is to <laughs> uh, free paragraphs, please. Think about what book has imprinted its DNA into your very core. Single space, Times New Roman, 12-point font. I think that uh, you will come up with a great answer. Um, anyway, another pot in the books, my friend. Successful, yes. Yes. I hope when we meet again, Mark, you have another um, – fun skill to show us right
0: hopefully i can master my current one here yes
1: (laughs) you have one side so far done yes (laughs) and you'll be doing Um, a backflip in the next pod is that correct i'm gonna think about it more for sure um uh if you if i if i am if if i do it you'll uh certainly uh hear about it and um, or we could do our next podcast from the dodgeball courts perhaps we'll do it that way you know we could it might be Uh. some audio issues but uh it'd be visually very stimulating (laughs) Anyway, uh, like and subscribe, and if you have a free minute during the course of the week, we'd love to uh, hear from you. Write us a comment.
0: Leave us a comment. We want to have conversations, not just with each other, but with you guys as well, so that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, so I think that's a wrap, huh? Yeah. This has been another installment of Let's Get Get Into into it. It. Perfect timing.
0: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a research report, financial or life advice, and does not constitute an endorsement of any product, service, individual, or organization.